I'm Andy Bates. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. Today we're going to learn about kindergarten readiness and uh, the correlation between writing and uh, improving reading skills or developing reading skills. My guest today, Mrs. Janet Landgraf, kindergarten teacher at St. Mark's Lutheran Church and School in Eureka, Missouri. Good morning, Janet. Good morning, Andy. Thanks so much for for spending some time with me learning about kindergarten readiness and um, the correlation between writing and developing reading skills. I know you led a workshop for parents right here at St. Mark's this last fall uh, to help us understand that correlation between writing and what that means for developing reading skills. How is it important? Let's talk about you as a teacher um, and what drew you into being a teacher. Well, I grew up with a mother that was an educator, so I've been around the school system my whole life. I loved to visit her classroom any opportunity I had. Um, I especially enjoyed going to help her prepare for the next school year. That was always a lot of fun. What about kindergarten? What do you love about teaching kindergarten, those young kids, early childhood? What is unique about that? Have you taught other grades besides kindergarten? And I have. I've I taught second grade. I started off with second grade, but primarily I've been a first grade and kindergarten teacher. I love these little ones. They come in Mm -hmm. eager to learn. They can't wait to soak up each and every activity that I have planned for our day together. So as you're talking with parents, uh, like myself, with preschoolers, what is important for me to know as as my wife and I are trying to prepare our son for kindergarten. He's in preschool now. He has another year of preschool after this before uh, we think he'll be ready for kindergarten. But what are the things you want us to know to have Oscar ready for kindergarten? Right. What, what should we be doing at home? <laughs> and there is a lot. Andy, you and I could talk for <laughs> a very long time about different opportunities. Mm-hmm. But really, what I would recommend at this time is think about the whole picture. Think about not just his academic mm-hmm. skills, like does he know some ABCs, some numbers, can he orally count to 10? Those are great um, skills to come mm-hmm. to kindergarten with, but they're not requirements. Of course, it would help Oscar to, to have some of those skills. But also we wanna look at socially. Mm-hmm. How does he do with playing with other children? Is he able to take turns and share? Mm -hmm. Can he um, communicate his needs to other children and to his teacher as well? Mm -hmm. So some of those communication skills are are key. How does he do with separating? And you probably um, have opportunities for him to separate from you already because he's here at St. Mark's going to school. So he probably doesn't have separation anxiety, but some children might, and you're at kindergarten for quite a long time. So giving your child some of those opportunities to practice being away from mom and dad and being willing to listen to another adult. So how does Oscar do with listening and following directions? That's another thing to stop and think about. Well, that depends on who's giving the directions. (laughs) And sometimes kids will listen to a teacher a little bit better than at home. It just depends on the situation. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. So, so not just academically, but also socially and communication skills. Those are things those that are some important at. things, just those. Um, and also physical. Mm-hmm. Think about large motor skills. How mm-hmm. does he do with um, catching a ball? Walk? Is he able to balance? Um, how does he get around on a playground equipment? Mm-hmm. Um, those opportunities 
um, to grow and learn are endless. I've watched a lot of kindergartners this year learn to jump rope and play catch, and it's a lot of fun. Based on my last experience on the playground with him, he does better on the playground than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and on the flip side, mm -hmm. also the fine motor skills. So giving him opportunities at home to build the muscles in his hands. So mm -hmm. give him a hole punch. Maybe you could make mm -hmm. confetti for the next big hol uh, holiday coming up. You could use the tweezers to pick up cereal and build his name. Um, the, the supplies at home are probably endless. Use a little Q-tip to paint something. So he has to grasp, mm -hmm. lurk on grasping work obviously with writing and we wanted to talk about writing right. and how that helps reading anyhow so so what do i need to know then about the, the the correlation between writing and how that impacts reading uh you did a workshop this last fall scribbles to sentences right a uh, fantastic name tell me more about that what um maybe an overview of, of what parents learn in a workshop like that right we enjoyed talking about how writing is like babbling mm -hmm. so when you're when oscar was first learning how to speak mm -hmm. and he would say a word that sounded anything close to ball you would probably reply to him like right that's ball and the same process happens with writing okay. so oscar would start off with scribbles that wouldn't make any sense to you or i and that's okay <laughs> that's his babbling stage and it goes on mm -hmm. for a number of years well into second grade Oh, not 12th or 12th so, <laughs> grader. Or it could be older. It just depends <laughs> on each child, you know? Mm -hmm. And every child has different needs, and they develop at a different rate. Mm -hmm. So um, as soon as Oscar learns to write his name, he's already moved on into the next stage of writing. So writing um, really helps children to slow down the reading process. Mm -hmm. And they're working on those individual sounds. Mm -hmm. And they go hand in hand. So I wouldn't say you need to write first and then read and then or read first and then write. You really want to be doing all of those things. So really, so we're starting with those scribbles, mm -hmm. things that may or may not resemble letters. Right. Um, right. And then when we get to the point where he can write his name, he knows the letters of his name. He'll say them as he's writing them. Right. We're not to the point where they're all in order yet. Right. Uh, right now, he knows all of the letters, and he knows how to say them in order. Right. Writing them in order is a different story. Right, right. <laughs> so what would we, are there names so, for those stages? So, you know, we're starting with scribbles, and the next stage is where you can write his name. There are stages. I like to just refer to as numbers. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier for parents to say stage zero, stage one, stage sure. two, and so forth, okay. rather than give you a whole bunch of educational lingo that maybe doesn't make sense. So once he can write his name mm -hmm. in order, then he's left stage zero and he's in stage one. And that's where you will see more recognizable letters. They mm -hmm. won't necessarily be in order. They might not even be in a straight line. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but he's just getting more and more familiar with those um, symbols. So what do we move on to next? So then? after that, then you'll see kids start to get the beginning or maybe ending sounds to words like um, cat, for example. Mm -hmm. He might be able to get that C and T. Um, and then the kids start recognizing the sounds they hear the best is how I would describe it. And they start writing those individual sounds down 
mm. almost like a sentence. Mm -hmm. They might not have proper capital letters or lowercase letters, and that's okay. They might not have periods. Um, it might not even make sense to you or to me at that point. But eventually, they will start getting all those phonetic sounds mm -hmm. down, and you would be able to read it. Mm. It might not be spelled cat, might be with a K, and that's okay at that stage. He's still identifying that yeah. that letter makes that k sound. So eventually, you'll see children move on to the next stage where they're adding more vowel sounds and starting to, mm -hmm. words start to look more like traditional print. And eventually, they'll get to that point. So it's just a slow progression, and it's exciting to watch them learn. When do we, when do we start? How do you go about beginning to teach the difference between short vowels and long vowels and letters that make more than one sound? We, we're experiencing that right now with, you know, long vowels and short vowels and the letter Y. Uh, <laughs> American English is it's difficult to learn. It is difficult. And it takes a lot of practice and it takes opportunity for Oscar to see those words being used mm -hmm. in books and in writing. And it takes time. In kindergarten, we do a lot of word sorts so that children can see mm -hmm. uh, words that start with C and words that start with K. And they can sort them out and start begin to understand mm -hmm. that there are certain ways to spell that. And as they see it in print more, they'll probably remember most of the mm -hmm. time. And um, I forgot your question. Oh, <laughs> The you know some of the the challenging things like a isn't always a sometimes right. it's okay a, so long vowels. a vowels Sorry. vowels and and then the, the letter y right sometimes the vowels <laughs> are the hardest because yeah. when you try the different sounds with your mouth mm -hmm. they're so slight in difference the change the way your mouth makes those different sounds mm -hmm. is very insignificant as an insignificant change. Sorry, I'm having a hard time getting my words to come yeah. out. Diphthongs. <laughs> Diphthongs are hard too, trying to teach TH and CH right. and things Where like that. Where there's two letters, but only one sound. Right. We're working on that right now in kindergarten. So we're working on so this blending is two letters right. into one sound. It's really something I've been working with them on all year mm. because we work on the calendar. Mm -hmm. And so they love it on Thursday. It's stick your tongue out of the teacher day because TH, your tongue comes out of your mouth. We've and been working so... on that a lot. The difference between <laughs> F and TH and, right? and trying to make that sound. Right? And so we've been practicing that too. We didn't call it stick your tongue out of the teacher day, <laughs> but I'll keep that in Kids mind. Love that. And so we look in the mirror too. Mm -hmm. We watch what our mouth is doing, really pay attention. Where is our tongue mm -hmm. at in making those sounds? So don't be surprised if vowels are difficult, especially learning all the different sounds for why. It takes time. That's something they do again in first grade and mm -hmm. second grade. It's not expected to be mastered right away. So what are some practical things, some practical tips that my wife and I could be doing at home to help our son be ready for kindergarten. I mean, we've got another year and a half almost uh, before kindergarten, but you know, right. some parents may want to start earlier. Some parents, um, you know, maybe it's a year away or less. What can we be doing at home to prepare for kindergarten? What are some tips you have for us? Well, there's endless ideas, <laughs> but I'll give you a few today. Okay. Um, whenever your family is thinking about something that they would like to do Maybe you're just having a fun day out in St. Mm -hmm. Louis and you're gonna go to the zoo and you might purposely 
uh, introduce Oscar to some new words that day, mm. maybe some new animals that he's never learned about before. Mm -hmm. And then you could come home and you could make a book about it because I would imagine you'll bring your camera with you, your phone, right? right? And take yeah, pictures. Right. So it's not too difficult to print those pictures out and you can make a quick little book that said, I saw mm -hmm. a, an elephant or I saw an osprey. You know, mm -hmm. you could introduce a new vocabulary word or you could pick words he already knows and then he has the opportunity. You could write it down for him. It's okay. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to do all the writing right now. And then he would have a chance to see those words in print. Mm -hmm. But you can also just make it part of your everyday life when you're mm -hmm. driving in the car, having those conversations with Oscar. You mm -hmm. could play a little game where you're working on rhyming words or saying a nursery rhyme together. Mm -hmm. um, you could look for words that he knows, like the word stop on a stop sign or mm -hmm. McDonald's or Walmart. There's a mm -hmm. lot of words in our community that kids can read already. And mm -hmm. they that'll help build up their confidence and just already know I am a reader and it's already starting. So, so building confidence is key. Uh, affirming Absolutely. that when, when they're, when he's right. When Pointing he's stepping out, out and, times yeah. that he already is a reader okay. is awesome. And just make it part of your everyday life. You're going to go to the grocery store. So let Oscar make his list. What does he want to buy at the grocery store? And it's okay if it's not spelled correctly, he'll mm -hmm. be able to read it to you and tell you what he wants to buy. Let him pick out apples. Maybe you want to purchase six and he can go pick six apples. Mm -hmm. Or you could ask him, where should we look in the store for bread? And let him start learning how the, the store is organized into different sections. Mm -hmm. All sorts of things could happen at the grocery store to help kids learn. Excellent. And then we'll let him do the math to figure out the bill at the end. Too. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. He could look for numbers. You right. could say, Where's the number nine or can you find a number five mm -hmm. and let him go on a little search while you're grocery shopping. He could be doing something as well. So, or a, a letter. So that could be fun, a fun activity too. So. Well, this is all very helpful. I appreciate it. And I, uh, I, I know our listeners with, with young children too, are thinking about kindergarten down the road for them that, you know, preparing for kindergarten is both both daunting um, and, and, and frightening and challenging, but also very exciting because it's a new chapter in life for us. So, well, thank you very much for all the insights, for helping us prepare for kindergarten and the great work you're doing here Absolutely. at St. Mark's. Absolutely. Thank you, and I'd love to talk to you some more. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. The listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit kfuo.org or text KFUO to 41444. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu.